Hello again, I'm Nakia. I'm the writer of Faith, Family, and Community. And on this podcast on today, I'm bringing to you my latest series that I wrote. It's called No Right Well, and it's on my website at www.best-ffc.com forward slash blogs. And there are three episodes to the series. And this particular podcast, I'm basically just giving a summary of all of the episodes because they were just so good. Um, If you have not had an opportunity, um, you can go back and read those series. Um, But it was just truly, truly amazing um, just to call out some key highlights, um, knowing that God will never leave you, knowing that he'll visit you right where you are, knowing that you don't have to feel condemned, you don't have to feel judge. You don't have to feel um, burdened by whatever it is that you're experiencing because you truly have a savior that wants you to win, that is available and here for you. Um, So if you have not had a chance to read um, those episodes, I admonish you to do so because they are a phenomenal blessing. Uh, In episode one, it was so pertinent to start that series out, not because it was the first episode, but because it gave a surrounding text on the story of the Samaritan woman, uh, which derives from John chapter four. Uh, But it went on to give a more narrative story on her encounter with Christ. Um, In the beginning of the first episode, I asked a question um, and it was, how many times has it seemed your spiritual well has run dry? Because I know that just in life, we have so many difficulties and so many challenges that it just seems our spiritual well, our our source of uh, just motivation, our source of um, just needing peace, um, all of that, you know, can seem to run dry. And so in John chapter four, verse four, it states that, and he needs go through Samaria. It was meant for Jesus to stay on the path that he was on Uh, Even though, you know, he was leaving Judea to go uh, to Galilee, he had to go through Samaria. Now, on my blog, you can actually see a simplified map that just points out uh, the regions and the boundaries. But it seems like that was the best route for Jesus to take to get through in order to go to Galilee. However... I do feel like even if there was another route, I feel that Jesus was going in the direction in which he was meant to. And that's what Jesus wants you to know, that you don't have to find an alternate route. Um, You don't have to go a different passage. You don't have to hide out. You can stay right on the path that you're on. Um, That's in the perfect place of God. It's in a place of his covering and you can continue on the path that you are on as long as you're allowing God to lead you. And so the Samaritan woman didn't realize that she was in need and she further didn't realize how she would be used in order to spread the gospel to others. But she was used nonetheless because she was willing to surrender to a Messiah that deemed her worthy, that found her in need and that saved her in the midst of her hurt and in the middle of her weakness. So Jesus demonstrated how to be where you need to be and why it's important to stay your course. So just remember that it's important to stay on track and just stay where you are, stay grounded where you are. Don't allow people to move you. Don't focus so much on people because when you focus so much on people, you're looking at what they're doing or or what you don't see them doing for you. Focus on what it is 
focus on the mission that you're on, not on what people are doing and not on what people are not doing for you. And so this reminds me of the Samaritan woman. She never gave up and she never quit. Um, skipping on to episode two, it talks about how the Samaritan woman continued to go to the well to draw water, even though she had difficulties. The Samaritan woman had difficulties with other women drawing water from the well. She had social issues. Um, and back then, you know, social status was important, but she had social issues that she had to endure. Uh, obviously, there was physical labor that she had to endure, but that was increased two times because she did her task in the middle of the roaring heat. So as all the other women would go early in the day to get water from the well when the temperature was low, when it wasn't as hot, to avoid those women and the social issues that were going on, she chose to go at a different time, at a time that was much hotter. So she had to endure a lot more just to obtain peace, just to avoid conflict. Rather, if she just addressed or addressed the conflict or went down earlier on and did her task, she wouldn't have had to suffer so much. But even in that, we know that long suffering is something that we sometimes must endure. Um, God acknowledges those who carry on in faith through long suffering. And pulling out those great parts really hit me personally because it says in Romans chapter five and verse three that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And my favorite part of this scripture is, and hope does not put us to shame. Hope does not put us to shame. So regardless of what it is that you're going through, it's going to produce character in you. And that character is going to produce hope. And so, and if you just reflect back on things that you've gone through, that you've, that you've and I say gone through, I mean, you went through it and you came out of it and you're in a different place in your life, but you're able to reflect back and look at the fact that, oh, you know, I've learned something from that. I grew from that it actually motivated me to become a better version of myself. And so the fact that it says hope does not put us to shame. So regardless of whatever it was that you went through your past and it may not have been so well, it may not have looked so good, regardless, it does not put us to shame. So I just absolutely love that part of the scripture. That's actually one of my favorite, favorite scriptures, but it is your hope that was not put to shame because God has already poured his love into your heart and his love in your life. And so focus on that. Don't focus on what it was that you went through. Focus on where you're going to go. Focus on what you're going to come out on top. If you feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel, you can't go any farther. You're coming out on top. So that's where your focus should be. And so with the woman of the well, you know, Jesus wanted to point some things out to her that I thought was so significant because even in life as Christian believers or just as people, you know, we have to recognize authority. We have to recognize the authority that we have. And so um, Jesus gave us the right to ask when we gave our lives to him. He gave us the right to have spiritual authority. And this spiritual authority is a supernatural power that as Christians we have and it's something that we have the right to demand it's ours and in in the scripture Matthew 7 and 7 it says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you and as I call this out in episode 2 acting on spiritual authority it takes recognizing 
what you have in you through the power of Jesus Christ. And Jesus wanted the Samaritan woman to just ask for a drink of everlasting life. Yes, the symbolic meaning of her will uh, being dry, you know, the symbolic meaning of her, you know, not being fulfilled, having everlasting life. Jesus was there to give that to her. And so she did not recognize that it was him that was in front of her. And I just find that just so significant because, because he says that if she only knew the gift of God and who it was saying it to her, if she only knew that, she may have been so much more likely to ask well before he had identified or given or revealed his identity to her. I believe that she would have asked well before then. In scripture, it says, if she only knew the gift of God and who it was saying it to her, the need was standing right in front of her, but she couldn't recognize it because she was outside of spiritual connection. And I, and I, you know, just as a personal um, reflection or testament to myself, you know, I, I think about when I'm outside of the will of God, I don't recognize traps that the enemy has set for me. When I am operating in the will of God, I can see what's happening around the corner. You can see all those things in the spirit when you're connected by the spirit. And so it takes being part of the true and living water to understand this because you can recognize spiritual authority and not only recognize it, but you get to use that spiritual authority and you begin to see results. And so there's a difference with being able to use the gift that God has blessed you with and being able to use it in such a way that you actually be begin to see winning results from it not just an action but you begin to see winning results behind it because of god's grace know that he will meet you right where you are even if you are halfway god is not a halfway god he doesn't do things halfway he'll take you to complete fullness and he'll do it all the way there are wonderful things that takes place when you know the lord and so I want you to know that anything that you have gone through that has that shame has been turned to glory. It's been turned to glory. So you don't have to worry about I don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to give my life to Christ or to become a Christian. Well, guess what? Even when giving your life to Christ and even when becoming a Christian, you're still going to have flaws and you're still going to be imperfect because there is no one that's perfect here on this earth. But what you can look forward to is a life of having a God that will walk and be there right by your side. Allow the joy of the Lord to be your strength. And just as the Samaritan woman continued trip after trip with that bucket, she had a determination. She walked long journeys knowing that the buckets that she filled with water, she would walk back only to bring back a portion that she filled her buckets with. However, the great thing about your spiritual well is that even when it, even when you feel empty or even when you feel worn down, the great thing about it is that the everlasting Savior will fill you back up. The day that she met Jesus Christ was the last day that that she had to worry about feeling halfway because she met someone who just completely restored her and I believe that's where we are in our time today God wants to restore us there's been 
so much taking from us. There's been so much loss all around us and God just wants to restore us. And he wants to put us in position to be restored. And he wants us to give our lives and give our, our cares and give our thoughts, give our worries to him. Uh, this is a, uh, a summary that I did from my series, No Right Well, which is on my website at www.best-ffc.com. This is just part of a ministry that we must embrace as we pass through and hope to pour out a message of the true living God. And that is my purpose. That is the purpose of faith, family, and community. So be blessed. Be blessed on today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, again, taken from the series, Know Right Well. I'm your host, Nakia, writer of FFC. And again, you can visit my webpage at www.best-ffc.com slash blogs. Be blessed, my friends. Until next time, have a great day.